Welcome to another episode of DLS Central, everybody. Damon coming here. We're going to talk about some NFL. I might even talk about some other sports. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but a lot to cover in uh, week, you know, based on week one of the NFL. It just passed. It was pretty thrilling. A um, couple of surprises, but for the most part, things went how they were supposed to go. Um, the Tragic news, well, not tragic, but um, tragic for their defense. I feel bad for the Steelers uh, with uh, because T.J. Watt went down, um, Torres Peck. I mean, and, and usually with an injury like that, that's pretty much the season um, because of of how long it takes to recover from an injury like that. And it looks like he tore it pretty good. So that 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 doesn't really necessarily – that doesn't help the Steelers because they were already dealing with injuries um, on the offense. And so now they have to deal with a major loss on the defensive end. And he was, he was wreaking havoc and giving the Bengals all they wanted in that game. They still won, but it uh, like they, they still beat the Bengals, but man, they, they, they took a really big hit on the defensive side of the ball. And so it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the season goes with TJ out, if they're still going to be able to be as aggressive as they need to be uh, to beat uh, the their competition. Lamar, uh, Lamar, he turned down a one a $133 million guaranteed contract. Um with it was worth over two hundred and fifty million, but it's like the the thing is he wants to be he wants to be paid higher than any quarterback, and he feels like his skills um, speak for themselves, especially considering what some other quarterbacks got. Um, even with you know Deshaun Watson, the Browns giving him all that money, um, and he's not even going to be playing until. Later in the season, if they don't just go ahead and shut them down, which is what I want them to do, just have them start fresh next year. Let's not let's not uh let, let, let's not try to do too much. You know, if if it's not gonna ha- if we if we see that we're losing the game, you know, don't don't put your starters in danger. Um, do what you do, compete at the highest level. But if it's not gonna happen, don't force leaving your starters in and uh I would I would really be looking towards next season to to see what you really have. Um and it would also be a good opportunity to develop some of your you know your your um your um your reserves as well. Like I personally think that they need to they should split time at QB between um Brissett and Dobbs because Dobbs is exciting. It's uh I I, I want to see what they I want to see him with the first unit and and just to see what happens just put him out there just put him out there in the game just just try it <laughs> see what happens see he he brings some mobility I, I think that he's a little bit more athletic than Brissett is uh, yes Brissett Brissett's been in the league longer and he's had uh. He he's been able to to see the game played at a championship level, but I mean again, we nobody thinks that Brissett's really good. So uh, he he's he's a a backup at best. So give Dobbs a shot. What do you have to lose? And and you now you have a if if you develop him and 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 um, you know he looks like he's promising, he may be able to you know, to be an asset in the future. But um, it could also be that if they like him, they might try to hide him so that nobody else is like, hey, let's trade. But again, I, w- I would want to see what Dobbs can do with the first unit. So it's um, that that's what I would like for them to do. But yeah, there it's been a good first week. Now, when we with that, uh with that being said, we're going to look at some of the well, – we're going to talk about some of the scores and things that went down last week. Now, in week one, 
again, with the Thursday night football, Bills ran all over the Rams. I mean, they just, they controlled them out of the gate. Um, and I predict I predicted that the Bills needed to win this game because they they have something to prove. They're 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 really going for for it this year. I think this is probably their uh their window, uh, either like this year and probably next year to be able to to truly compete for uh a Super Bowl. And they made a great statement taking down the Super Bowl champs. Rams just really couldn't get any rhythm. Um the running game was terrible. I mean Cam Akers you you can't put up a outing like that. Um, I never really personally thought that Cam Akers was super great. I think it, their um, their bread and butter is based on the passing game because of the threats that they have uh, from a receiving perspective. But yeah, they the Cam Akers still has to has to show out and and make it a little easier on Matthew Stafford so that he didn't have to to throw the ball so much. But speaking of Stafford, he just he wasn't on his game. Um the the Bills really, really got, you know, got to him a lot and he was making really he he, he made some terrible mental mistakes that normally he wouldn't make. Um and of course, whenever he doesn't have a great game, everybody say, Oh, here comes Detroit Stafford. Here we go. <laughs> So I don't think it's that. I just think that um, you know he just he just had a bad game and and uh, just made some really poor decisions. But the the if they're the if they're the Rams are coached as well as I believe that they are, um, then they'll be able to bounce back and learn and take a lesson from this and get serious because again it's the first game of the season. For some teams, they don't take that 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 first game seriously, and and you can you can tell with the Rams because the Bills they weren't playing right out of the gate. Josh Allen touched out like he was he was going for it, and so. But again, the Bills have something to prove. Um, they're trying to make a statement, and they they made a really good statement there. So that was the Thursday night game, and then on Sunday the the Saints. Eked out the Falcons. This is a, a was a frustrating one because the Falcons, they like they were winning, <laughs> they were winning, and they just let it like they they allowed the Saints to score seventeen points in the fourth quarter. What are you doing? Like it, that's what kills people about the Falcons. Like it's they're just they're they're broken. Like they can't hold a lead. If their life depended on it, and it's not like the Saints are like world beaters, but the, this was a game that that you could have stolen at home from the Saints, um, but they they couldn't get it done, and it just it's the type of loss that that just drives a person crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, you just if you're a Falcons fan. If you're a Falcons fan, this has just got to be maddening. I mean, you—they were in control. Winston, he was—he was okay, but I mean, it's like they—they they were doing a pretty good job so far. But just for them to for them to blow it like that, it is going to be a picture of the season that. Um, that they're going to have, especially from a, um, if they're losing leads to the saints, then it is going to be with them from a mental and psychological perspective for probably a good portion of this season as well. Because I mean, they had them and you just let them come back and let Winston, uh, you know, catch, catch fire. So it, it it's terrible. Now the uh, the Niners lose to the Bears. That was a sloppy game. I thought that the I think I I had the Niners winning that. Um, but but yeah, the Bears they you know Justin Fields did his thing, and it was a, it wasn't a pretty game. But Fields did some things uh, late to to help them. Again, the Steelers and the um, and the Bengals. The the Steelers win, but they lose wide. It's just that that was terrible, but 
like the Bengals, they were off as well. So it's like both Super Bowl teams <laughs> had a had a a, a really poor showing uh, in in their first games of the of the uh, of this season. The Bengals did a little bit better because at least it was a competitive game between the Steelers, but both teams made some terrible blunders um, when it comes to coaching. And so it was like the Steelers, the Steelers survived it, but neither team came out looking great. So, um, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, It's a strong AFC uh, North matchup right out of the gate. And those are always good. Eagles, Lions, man, the Lions, like I thought this one was over. I really did, but um, the Lions kind of roared back because when you when you look at the score at halftime, it's like twenty four to fourteen. But you know, Lions stayed with them, and um, you know the Eagles scored again. They scored two more touchdowns in the third, but then the Lions tried to surge back and just couldn't um, couldn't couldn't close in and, and overtake them. But it was good to see that the Lions had a fight because this game could have just been a blowout um but it's it's encouraging but it's also a little sad because it's like man you know the lions they 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 need every game they can get and this was one that they had in their hands um that they allowed to slip by um but what helps <laughs> the lions is that Green Bay lost too. They got trounced by the Vikings. Um, you know, Vikings they they took care of business against the Packers at home, which is a you know um, Packers. They for it seems like the past couple of seasons, like they they have slow starts and then they just get momentum and and they see you know they're winning the division. So Aaron Rodgers, he's always like relax, and so. We've seen this a couple of times to where we shouldn't make a big deal out of it. And so that that's what we're we're gonna do now, gonna make a big deal. Now the the Dolphins, they took out the Patriots and it, it it's it wasn't a uh, a pretty game by any means, uh, but the Dolphins always give the Patriots some problems, so it, it was quite apropos, and I, I think I called this one. Uh, Tua, he 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 did okay. I, I don't again. I don't think that he looked spectacular, but um, their offense does have some weapons, and and uh, Tyreek he 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 did his thing out there, and um, it's just you're it's going to be interesting to watch the Dolphins. I I think that they could probably be a a uh, a small dark horse. But it just we we need to see consistency for them to really look at them as a legitimate team. Um, Mac Jones just you know he he didn't really have a uh, a great game either. It was just okay. Um, but then he also you know got getting a back injury, so it's going to be interesting to see how severe it is and if he can go. Because if that if he's going to be out for a while. That means the Patriots are probably really going to crater this year, which sometimes you just need that. Sometimes you just have to be bad. It's it's not always going to be dominant for you. Um, there, whenever you lose um, a great player like Tom Brady, it does send your team into a a rebuilding mode, especially because Brady is a system to you know uh, to himself. So um, you. They they need to develop a new offensive system and identity. With the Ravens, they they took out the Jets again. The Ravens they were supposed to cruise over the Jets. If they didn't cruise over the Jets, it was it was a problem. Uh, but uh, Lamar did him th- his thing, and I mean people always talk about the oh he's betting on himself. He's betting on himself. I don't necessarily want to call it that. What I want to call it is. He feels like he's worth more than what he's being offered. Um, and but it's not necessarily betting on himself because he's not usually when somebody says you bet on yourself, it's you don't have leverage and you're just taking and and but you're but you're taking a stand for what you believe in and you know and you hope it swings your way, but you you need 
somebody to consider. Like Lamar, we know that he's a great quarterback, but at the same time, like it or not, uh, people want to compare, oh, he doesn't have this guy, he doesn't have this guy. I mean, he he hasn't he hasn't played his best. Um and what people are expecting, if you want that kind of money, we're expecting big you know, teams and fans are expecting big things. So <clears throat> it's not enough to to say, hey, I'm this and I'm that, but you can only get so far when it comes to uh the to the playoffs. So uh, people can blame the team and whatnot, but again, you're a quarterback. You're the you're the leader. So um, when it comes down to making the play, he's got to prove that he can make it, and he's got to prove that he can that he can um, be just as deadly with his arm in the crucial moments as he is with his feet, um, because it's the arm that more that wins tough games against good teams uh, more often than the legs. So. That's my views on on Lamar Jackson. I just I personally don't think it's a he wants to be in Baltimore anymore. Um, he feels like he can't win there, and and I just I I think that for him he just feels like man I want to change the scenery, and he may need it. So that that's my view on Lamar. Um, Commanders beat the Jags again. It 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 wasn't gonna be a a pretty game, but it was a little bit, it was competitive. It was, it was very competitive. Went through four TDs. You know, there, there was some, there was some movement in that game. And so, um, but Washington comes out on top. Browns beat the Panthers. I didn't see that one. Um, I I felt like the Panthers were going to, um, we're going to win it. Um, but again, the Browns definitely tried to do their part to lose it. They, they look good, uh, in the first half, look like they would, you know, they, they could potentially cruise, but then they just, they opened up the floodgates in the fourth quarter, <laughs> just allowed the Panthers to, to, and Baker to do whatever they wanted. So it's like Baker, I think Baker, even though he didn't win the game, Baker showed that, you know that he that that he's got fight um but again he didn't do himself any favors either because some people still feel like well you know he's he he hasn't evolved he hasn't leveled up so we need to we need to see i want to say five more games of baker to see what he really has but this is a good good Tough win for the Browns. I, I, li- I like the fact that they got uh, a uh, their 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 logo on the field because it gives their it gives their their field some personality, and the and that's what the Browns need. They they need um, you know personality. They need some uniqueness to them, especially because I feel like their their uniforms and 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 their their um, their paraphernalia is so generic uh, so they need they need some things to kind of like spice it up a little bit people wanted them to put a bull to put a dog in, in the center of the field but i mean yeah we have the dog pound but it's it's like it's it's more of kind of like their the the dog represents more of their um of what it's it's supposed to be like their um their their fight and and uh their their toughness but to me they they have to they have to live up to that i i actually like brownie the elf a little better because when you talk about people saying oh it's believe land like cleveland is believe land you know elves are magical <laughs> fictional characters so it's 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 more in line with that narrative rather than the dog narrative. And personally, uh, with with our history as a football team, we really haven't shown since the eighties that um, that we have dog in us. Matter of fact, we we've been we've been trounced a lot. So um, I, I think we need to really be a little bit more successful to be able to truly live up to the dog moniker. 
Now, Colts and the Texans, that was a tie. Matty Ice, he tried to get them together, but I mean, this was an ugly game. The Colts should have won it, though. That to me, that that's what makes me concerned about the Colts. Like, you can't beat the Texans. You let you allow Davis Mills to do stuff, <laughs> and so that that's a big red flag if you're uh, if you're a Colts fan, and if you're uh, coaching personnel for for the uh, for the Colts. This this game should not have been close. They allowed 17 points. In the in the, um and then it's like the the they allowed twenty points from the Texans within like the three quarters and then they tried to roar back with seventeen in the fourth but it's just it was foolish just like why get yourself into that kind of hole against a team like the Texans it was just it was bad the Giants they take out the Titans I didn't see this one coming either um you know they they definitely needed a win like this. Saquon went off and again that's he's going to be the key. Saquon Barkley is going to be the key to this New York team. He's they they really need to run their offense through him. Um but if for Saquon he's got to prove that he can stay on the field. And so if you they're going to give you the ball but you got to do something with it. You got to stay on the field. You got to stay healthy. That's the only way that they really have a chance. Um, now, uh, talk about a blowout. Chiefs stumped the Cardinals. Um, and again, you talk about Kyler Murray getting all that money. He got his money. But if you're going to give him that money, people want to see results. It is and Patrick Mahomes, he's been the epitome of of results. I mean, he's he's the real deal. He was dangerous, you know. Um, he's a, he's always been dangerous, and so he you lose Tyreek, he still shows out. He finds new guys. Um, and that's that that's Brady esque, that's Peyton esque. Um, because those guys knew how to work they they always know how to how to use guys that you don't think would be valuable and they make them work they make them in the weapons at least for their particular team and so um that's that's uh looks like Mahomes has learned from that but again you know Kyler he threw two touchdowns um but it's just that's not what what you want to see from a guy that you know he was he was on a potential uh you know potentially going to hold out as well. So, but if we paid you, Hey, we want to see results. And so if, if this season goes sour for the Cardinals, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be mad at Kyler. So <laughs> just saying a uh, chargers Raiders. I knew this game was going to be exciting and I picked the chargers to win and they won Herbert out dual car. Um, I, I really do like him. Uh, he's, he, he's exciting. I still don't think the Chargers are going to be uh, world beaters. They're definitely a dark horse, but I don't, I don't see them um, like going far if they do make the playoffs. But they'll definitely make things exciting. Um, and the Raiders, I feel like even though that they lost this one, um, it, it's they're going to be fun to watch, and they're not going to be an easy out. Sunday night football. It was kind of a dud. <laughs> Collinsworth was sick. I like Tariko. Tariko's got energy. Um, I still miss still miss Al Michaels though. Um, but uh, yeah, Bucks they they couldn't do anything in the red zone until late in the third. Um, Tom Brady he he had an okay start, but they were I, I felt like the running game was the star, and um, that's what they were talking about as well. Like with you know they're trying to incorporate the running game more uh to to take some of the some of the heat off of off of Tom Brady so that he's not just called on the pass every down. And you know what? They were it was working. The Cowboys really did not have a answer for the run game until they got uh maybe until the red zone a little bit. The Cowboys run red zone defense is is, is is better than their just their regular sets, um, and and Michael Parsons went off, um, and he got to Tom Brady twice. But that was because the the uh, the guy on Brady's left side, like he just he couldn't block him. 
like he was, Parsons was running over him. There, so they they could not block, um, and that's what was allowing Parsons to 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 really get to Brady like he did. Um, but again, they just they couldn't capitalize off of the miscues that the Bucks had, even when, when Tom threw an interception, they just couldn't capitalize on it. And they end up only scoring three points. And, you know, again, Brady finally gets to the, to, uh, to get a touchdown. Wonderful catch by Mike Evans. But the Cowboys, it's just, it was terrible. Then, of course, Prescott hurt, hurts his hand. Uh, he wasn't necessarily playing well before he injured his hand. But, now he's going to be out for probably what four to six weeks. Uh, they don't want to. They they don't want to put him on IR. So they're 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 hoping that he can come back sooner. Um, but yeah, it's it, it wasn't a, a a pretty game for either team. But uh, the Bucks is going to be hard to beat them, especially if if uh, if Fournette has a year like if he's going to look like that all year. Good luck beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then the Monday night game, Seahawks edged out, edged them out. They they beat the Broncos by one. This was supposed to be Russell Wilson's homecoming game, and the Seahawks spoiled it. Um, but it it was Geno saying, Hey, I'm not done yet. Um I, I can I can still do a little bit of things. Do I think that he can do it again? No, but <laughs> I also feel like he he needed that uh, to prove it to himself that that he was still capable of playing quarterback in the NFL uh, because I feel like he's he's been on the edge of being um, a, a falling out of NFL um, like consideration so. It, it was good to see him take the realm, you know, take the helm and 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 get a win. Like you said, you know, they, uh, you know, he he did he wasn't taking any calls, you know, when it came to uh, you know, folks saying that he washed up, you know, calling him washed up, um, and 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 he should continue to play to play hard. But I just I don't know if he can keep it up. So is I was happy for Gino. Seahawks really needed that win because. I don't know. I, I don't think they're going to go far either. I'd probably give them maybe like six wins in the season. This was this was a win that I feel like they stole, uh, which was good because nobody didn't. I don't think people thought that they were going to win that game. But um, I'm, I'm happy for the Seahawks fans, and, and hopefully it continues. I just I don't see them um, winning many games this season. And so when we come back, that was a recap. We come back and we're going to talk about week two picks. Looking for a one-stop shop for music, movies, and television? Then look no further than Music Time. Music Time is a 24-7 live TV and streaming network. They are a platform uh, that also features live music concerts as well as a, a growing movie archive. The TV network features movies, reality TV shows, hip-hop, news, documentaries, and more. And so what you want to do is check them out because they're a revolutionary streaming service that really tries to reach out to the global media community. They're only going to get better. They're only going to keep growing. They're going to continue to increase content. So they've just started out. Their kickoff was the fall of this year. So join in, sign up, and be a part of one of the biggest growing platforms on the planet, Music Time. Want to sign up? Go to www.ppvmuzictyme.com. It's time for music. Week two is upon us, and so let's break down the schedule. Let's see what we're looking at. So Thursday night, Chargers are going into Arrowhead to play the Chiefs. Chiefs are definitely the favorites in this particular matchup, but it's going to be fun. Justin Herbert versus Patrick Mahomes week two. 
I'm 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 excited, man. It, this is a game where if I I would have wished I was in the stands for this one, um, and and it could be it could be a potential AFC uh, playoff matchup. So maybe even uh, um, you know, a slight chance for a AFC championship matchup. You never know. Um, but this one's gonna be a fun one on Thursday night. It's a definitely a prime time game. Uh, under the big lights, let's see who comes out on top. I'm gonna go with Chiefs though, uh, in a in a shootout because I don't think both teams are great on defense. So it's gonna be about who can put up more points. Jets on Sunday going into Cleveland to play the Browns again. This is a game that the Browns should win. I don't see the Jets really having any requisite weapons, so. Um, Considering the Browns' schedule, this this needs to be a game that they win, especially if they're gonna if they can beat Carolina, they can definitely beat the Jets. Uh, but again, they can't they can't do Brownsy things. So <laughs> if they can take care of the ball, be you know be more run focused, don't don't make any mistakes uh, from a passing perspective, they should be good. And uh, we get to see the um, you know the home field first home game, and there gets to be a um, you know fans get to see uh, the new field for the first time, like and actually play on it. So that that'll be cool in the regular season. Commanders going to Detroit, play Detroit to play the Lions. Um, man, this game could go either way. I want to give the Lions the benefit of the doubt. I feel like the uh, the Eagles are a better team than the Commanders are, and the Lions they only lost by three. It was you know they both teams put up some points. I say the Lions can 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 take care of business and, and win this one. Um, this is again this is a winnable game. This is a game where it is very possible to win. So they need to go ahead and execute and take care of business. Um, Bucks Saints. The Saints give the Buccaneers trouble, um, and it's just it's just based on the style of play. So I know everybody's like Tom Brady, Tom Brady. I'm gonna go Saints on this one because again, just like when boxing styles make fights on the football field, sometimes it can be the same way. Just different different play styles, different offenses and defensive schemes just work better with certain teams than they do with others. So I'm gonna go Saints. Plus they're at home. So that may help them as well. Saints are, are um, they play their best ball at home. So uh, I'm giving them the edge in this one. I wouldn't panic if I'm a Bucks fan, but uh, again, I, I feel like the Saints they they've had the Bucks number for a while. Giants hosting the Panthers at MetLife. I'm going to go Panthers. Um. I still don't believe it from the Giants. I think the uh, the Giants they that was a good shot in the arm for them in Week One, but I feel like the Panthers they'll they'll um, they'll make it tough on them in in this game. And so um, I don't think it's going to be a pretty game or like a blowout, but I think the Panthers will win. Patriots Steelers, both teams are struggling. It's it's not gonna be great for uh for either team this year, but I'm gonna go Steelers. Um, I feel like they have a little bit more weapons than the Patriots do at this point, especially since it's in Pittsburgh. So Steelers, they're they're always good at home. So we'll we'll, we'll go with Steelers for this one. Jags Colts, man, this is this is probably gonna be the least watched football game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, if all the games were, were showing and, and anybody had and everybody had access to the games, nobody wants to watch this. So it's I, I'm going Colts just because the Jags. I just don't think that um, like I feel like they probably need a couple of years. They're they're getting the building blocks together, but. It, they're they're probably still a couple years away. The Colts they play they didn't play that great um, in Week One, so I, I, this is an opportunity for them to go ahead and say, "Hey, we're actually going to make some noise." But if they struggle against the Jags, then the Colts are really going to plummet in my viewpoint. 
Dolphins Ravens. Now this one actually has potential to be pretty good. You got Tua versus uh versus Lamar. You um they they've got some weapons on on, on both teams. So this is going to be fun to watch battle of the young you know younger quarterbacks and um I'm giving the edge to the Ravens because they have a little bit more experience and cohesion as a team and Ravens Ravens need this game. They they really do. Um especially with with Lamar and what he really needs to prove. So given the edge to Ravens, they're at home, so we'll see how that goes. Rams, Falcons. Rams should dominate this game. I think Rams are going to come in really angry. They're hosting the Falcons at SoFi. They're really going to be angry because of how they got embarrassed on Thursday night, and I don't think the Falcons stand a chance. I think Aaron Donald's going to going to destroy their offensive line. And I think Stafford is going to be able to do whatever he wants to the Falcons. Uh, so, and of course, if the Falcons do get a lead, nobody's, nobody's going to be concerned because they don't know how to hold a lead. So <laughs> they'll melt down in the fourth quarter, but I'm, I'm going Rams on this one. Um, and the Rams should dominate this matchup. Seahawks going to San Fran, going to Levi's to play the Niners. This one is going to be interesting. Um, it could go either way. Seahawks Niners is always chippy, always a little frisky. I'm going to give the Niners another shot. I still feel like they're the better team. Um, but yeah, they played sloppy against the Bears, but that was inclement weather. Uh, the Niners. Yeah, they're physical, but I feel like they're finesse physical. Um, so we'll we'll go we'll go Niners in this one. Seahawks, they kind of really I think the reason why they got up for that game is because Wilson was back, and so they wanted to kind of like um, they they were up for that game. But this is always a tough rivalry game uh, in the NFC uh, West. So about giving the Niners the edge. Bengals, Cowboys. I like this one. Um, Cowboys are are reeling. Dak is going to be out. I don't know who they're going to go with. I guess they're going to go with Cooper Rush at quarterback. Even though everybody's like, you need to call Jimmy G. You need to get the uh, you need to get the guy for that. That's the back of a bottle. You need to do something. Everybody's like, Jerry, you got to do something. Um, but they're hosting. They're they're at home. Bengals are coming to town. Jory Burr. He's going to be looking to prove something. Uh, they they lost a game they probably should have won uh, in week one against Pittsburgh. So Burrow's looking to have a better game. And um, it, it should be a fun contest. I'm glad this is a 4, this is a 4 p.m. game. Uh, well, 425 technically. Um, Texans, Broncos. Broncos need to win this one. They, they, they couldn't take care of business in Seattle. They're at mile high. They're home. They 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 can beat the Texans. I think Russell have a, a better game, and um, because yeah, I don't. If but if they struggle against Texans again, anybody that struggles against the Texans or the Jags, like or the Jets, there's something wrong with you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> or the Jags. I say if you struggle against those four teams, you're 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 in trouble. Cardinals or Raiders. This one is fun. I wish they would have switched this one. Uh, we we need to switch it. I don't think anybody wants to see Bears Packers for a Sunday night football, uh, which is that's the Sunday night football game. Um, I want to see Raiders Cardinals. That's more exciting. I want to see Derek Carr versus Kyler Murray on on prime time in Vegas. How how does how how did they get this wrong? This that should be that should be the matchup. It's exciting. But yeah, that that's terrible scheduling wise by the NFL. But uh, Raiders are at home. I want I like the Raiders. I, I say the Raiders take the Cardinals in a shootout. Um, I think Cardinals will want to come out. They'll they'll play better uh, than they did against the Chiefs uh, because again, there's just a gap between them and the Chiefs. But I, I feel like the Raiders and Cardinals they they're more of a match for each other. So it should be fun. And again, of course, uh, Sunday Night Football on NBC. <laughs> um, Bears, Packers. Bears are a little frisky uh, with Justin Fields, but they're not beating Aaron Rodgers 
in Lambo. It's just not going to happen. Uh, and especially since uh, the the Packers laid an egg against uh, you know against the Vikings, they're going to come back motivated. This is another NFC North rivalry matchup. Um, but yeah, Packers they should take this one. And we got a doubleheader actually on Monday. And so that'll be Titans Bills. I think this one is actually going to be pretty good. Um, both teams play physical football. Bills are the better team on paper, but I feel like the Titans, um, they're, they're sleeping giants. Um, so if they, if they, if you keep them in the game, then you're going to regret it, regret it. So if the Bills are going to win this game, they really need to stay on the Titans and um, and don't allow them to get momentum. Don't allow Derrick Henry to do Derrick Henry things um, and just utilize their offense. Josh Atlin is really deadly because he can throw. He's got an arm. And I think he he's like a fullback, <laughs> so it's like he's not just he, he's not just shifty and, and and quick like a Lamar, but he's just he's like a fullback. Like he's not a, a easy guy to bring down, and he's going to get some some yards with his feet. It's it's really hard to defend their offense, and that's what that's what makes the Bills so dangerous. So I'm gonna go Bills, and they're at home, so we'll see um, how that goes, and then. Uh, the 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 uh, the second of the doubleheader is going to be Vikings in Philly to play the Eagles. This game is another one that could just go either way. Um, I think both teams match up well against each other. Considering how Week One went, gonna go Vikings. Gonna go Vikings. The the Vikings. The Vi- we expect better from the Vikings, and they and they showed out against the Packers. If you could beat the Packers, if you beat Aaron Rodgers, you should be able to beat the Eagles. So we'll we'll see how that goes now. Um, but but it is going to be a competitive game. Going to be a competitive week of NFL action. There aren't too many bad games. Um, again, I don't. Nobody wants to watch Colts Jags and. And frankly, I don't think anybody wants to watch Bears Packers. That's just me. I wouldn't. I don't want to see that. May I mean, all the reason you want to watch Broncos Texans is uh, for Russell. You know, to if you're a Russell Wilson fan. But um, yeah, there aren't too many bad games. Uh, a lot of a lot of com, you know competition, good competition. So that's what we have to look forward to in week two. Hey everybody, Damon here. I've written many books and one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way, but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site pick it up read it to your little ones teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way in other news Serena and Roger Federer have retired from competitive tennis and it's the end of an era. I mean, you know, both were super dominant in the sport. Federer, I I felt like he was going to play forever, but I feel like it's time. And it was quite apropos that that Serena, she retired as well. Um, I felt it was it was a good time for her to buy out. She she's still very uh very competitive, still very good, but I don't think that she can beat the top tier talent anymore. And I think when you, when it gets to that point, that that's when you need to say, hey, you know, let's call it a career. Uh, she's arguably she's gonna she's in the argument for um for best athlete ever she really she just she is um when you look at her body of work or or more accomplished or most accomplished athlete you have to you you can make a plausible argument for uh for serena on that um and you could also make a plausible argument for um most dominant uh male 
tennis star of um, maybe ever and and going with Federer um, because of just his style and and his ability to to just win and and kind of make it to me. He always it always felt like he made it look effortless. I mean, yeah, he took his losses, but it just felt like he 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 made the game look really easy. Uh, where like you look at Nadal, Nadal was always like fiery, and it was like it felt like he was always fighting to to overcome. And he just you know it it was it was like Federer was exert. It always felt like Federer was uh, not Federer. Uh, Nadal was exerting a whole lot of energy, uh, but the guy would all. It felt like he would always be able to to get there, especially even if the ball was like looked like it was gonna be out of reach for him. It seemed like he'd always find a way to speed and get there. But Federer, he just, the way his form was, uh, you know, and, and his technique, it just, he always made the game look quite easy. Um, I actually like tennis. Um, I don't watch it avidly, but I, I like the game. I like the, um, it, it, it's really tough. It, it's a grinder of a game. You really have to be in great condition um, to play tennis. Just because, and you have to. I feel like your um, your knees and ankles really have to be great because of all the lateral movement that you have to do. And so it's, it's you you really have to um, have really good cardio to be able to endure last, especially with those sets where you know there's just a volley and everybody's you know, and it seems like it's in exchange is going on forever. Um, so I respect the sport. I think one of uh, my my the two faves that I had growing up uh, were uh, were uh, Sampras and Agassi. Agassi just always looked cool. Um, I, I never thought that he was like super tops, but he always looked cool. He was like the coolest tennis player ever, <laughs> especially with the long hair. Um, but to me, Sampras, I like Sampras because it just felt like he was just like a steamroller like that. He was just acing everybody. Um, so that was... That that was my uh, the the tennis guys I like, but then we got into Nadal and uh, Federer. Just Federer always made things look easy. Nadal was just always like uh, fighting throughout every set. So I'm happy for both of them, and you know, and I hope that they stay retired. Don't do Tom Brady, you know, 40 days. Hey, I'm coming back. Or, or a boxer is like, you know what? I'm retired, but I'm coming back. Or Michael, you know, MJ unretiring twice. And so it's just I want them to bow out and and start a new chapter in their life. Uh, speaking of boxing, the uh, Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury is on. So we're going to get to see it in December. We've been speculating. We've been talking about it. We've been we've been saying, oh, what do these two fight? These guys need to fight. And oh, it, we, we've been we've been talking about it for a long time and. Uh, we wanted him to fight either fear, either uh, Joshua or, or you know, because uh, we already saw Wilder. So we, it's like the next thing we want to see was Fury Joshua to see who was better. Now, with Anthony Joshua, I'm concerned because the Ruiz fight exposed him. Like Andy really really messed up I feel like his uh his career in a sense because he just he came out of nowhere and he destroyed Joshua's aura um because Joshua was supposed to be next I mean people liked Tyson Fury but I don't think anybody took Tyson Fury seriously because of the way he um he is like his style of boxing or um you know just his his personality um, even though he was undefeated. But with Joshua, Joshua looked like the real deal. Um, you know, chiseled physique, you know, tall guy. Seems like he has more of a textbook style where he is like he's not afraid to brawl, but he has technique um, and he has some form to him. So it's just we he looked like he was going to be the next guy, especially when he uh when he beat Klitschko, because that felt like a a torch transferring moment. But again, Klitschko lost to uh to Fury as well. But in that match, it felt more like 
Klitschko was too afraid of Fury's reach uh, rather than um, than his power. Um, it just felt like he. Well, actually, no, no, no. Let me take that back. It felt like he was afraid of his power, but it, because t- Fury was taller, Klitschko was. I felt like t- a little too tentative with with Fury, um, and then. Again, with with uh, Joshua, they just had a war, but just Joshua just hits harder. Um, he, he hit harder. He caught him with a vicious uppercut. Of course, this was some years back, but it just you felt like Joshua was the guy. And then Andy comes along out of nowhere, you know, and uh, just totally shatters Joshua's image. And he hadn't been the same ever since. And I don't know if he can get back to that form. I, I really don't. Yeah, he got his revenge on Andy, but he wasn't the same fighter. And then when he goes up against uh, Usyk, like, dude exposed him even more because Usyk is, he's so tricky. He's so hes so tricky. He's a slickster kind of boxer, but he has really good technique and forming. He knows how to manipulate things. And so... Joshua didn't really have an answer for that. And he fought him twice. He fought him twice, but he just, he didn't have an answer either time. And I don't know, I don't know where Joshua goes. I I think Fury, I like that Fury challenged him to the fight. And because again, they were in talks before and things fizzled out, but I'm glad it's finally happening. I just, I can't help but wonder if Fury is taking this fight now because he feels like it'll be easy for him versus if, uh, because he knows that, that, uh, Joshua had maybe has diminished from a skill set standpoint in some ways. Um, and so it's like, okay, now we're going to take this fight. Uh, but he didn't want it some years back. So I, I hate that that's the way it looks, but that that's, that's what I'm sensing with uh, why he took that fight. It's going to be fun. Still going to be fun to watch. Um, my money is on, like, if, if I was if I was a better, um, I would I would go with Fury on this one. Just because, like, the more I watch a Fury, he's just, he he's really difficult to to plan for because of of the way his style um because of his style it's really it's really tough to to fight against him because it's like he fights like Ali but he's british so you know it's like he he he's not fluid he's not smooth but he's a he's he's quicker than you think he is and it's not like you can say the body the body because you know he's he's got a belly to him, but I also feel like it it absorbs a lot of punishment. So, um, and he's so tall that you really need to be built like a Deontay Wilder to be able to have the arm length to be able to reach his chin and do some damage. Um, and his, his Fury's defenses is is uh, surprisingly pretty good and. Um, and he can he can pepper you with some stuff. He can catch you with some things. He he knows how to throw uh, some jabs, and he can he can mix it up from a speed standpoint to where you're 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 surprised by by his ability. Uh, so the the man can box. It's just he's just so he's so unpredictable. It's it's extremely hard uh, to to plan for him. Um, and then uh, speaking of big time fights, uh, you got Spence and Crawford finally, finally saying, let's do it. Finally agreeing to terms. <clears throat> Excuse me. Who's the best? Who's the best welterweight in the land? That's what's going to decide that fight. Uh, for a long time, it was it was contention. People really didn't think it would happen uh, because he, uh, in most cases with boxing, it's about the money and and who feels like they should they they should be worth more and in modern boxing it is such a fight killer um i but back in in the golden age of boxing it was about being the best as long as that other guy is around i can't truly say i'm the best so i got to take him out 
to lay claim to being the best fighter. That's what it was about. That's what Roy was in it for. Roy was he wanted those belts because that was validation that he was the man. Um, you know, Ali he called himself the greatest. You know, he he wanted to be regarded as the best. Uh, you know, though the you know the the four kings. You know, uh, Hagler, Hearns, uh, uh, Leonard, and, and, and Duran. You know, they 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 fought to see who you know, and they fought each other. They never ducked each other. They they had wars to see. Who is the best and uh, who who's the king? So it, it's great that this is finally happening. I believe people um, are giving the edge to Crawford, and I would too. I feel like he's the better um, the better overall boxer. I like Spence a lot. Spence is is is, is one of my favorite boxers. He's just he he. He has punches that hurt. Um, he he goes to the body really great, but then it's like when he it, he, he also is a a more accurate fighter than you would um, than you would expect as well. Uh, and his last fights is one of the reasons why he won was because he landed the better the better punches and he was he was more accurate. He he was able to deal with flurries, but also uh, you know provide the better punches. And what is going to come down to, I think, in this one, they're probably going to go at it. It's probably going to be a toe-to-toe, who's the stronger man, punch for punch. Um, but if it's if, if I'm saying who wins, it's going to be Crawford because he has more skill than, than Spence. But, man, if he tries to slug it out too much with Spence, I think he may be in trouble because... Uh, Spence, his punches hurt. He's got power in both hands, and um, and he can box as well. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that fight. Uh, the speculation is that they're gonna go in November. So we we got a we got a, a fun holiday season of fights coming up. But that's that's boxing, you know. Um, and looking forward to seeing what other developments take place in the sport. I mean, of course there's the the novelty match um I think is this coming later this month uh, with Logan Paul um not Logan Paul but uh Jake Paul versus uh Anderson Silva. I don't see how anybody can take that fight seriously because again, Silva's an MMA guy who just happens to be able to buy, you know, he who 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 probably has some boxing experience but he's he's an MMA guy and he's a older MMA guy and then you got Jake Paul it's like he's he's picking strategic fights and the I think the reason why people are buying these fights is because they want to see they want to see Jake Paul get knocked out he's a perfect heel and when when you talk about from a wrestling perspective, because I love wrestling, is this is this is why people buy tickets to rest to to, uh, to see wrestling matches because if you have a really red hot heel that just gets on everybody's nerves, um, but he's still but he's finding a way to win these these matches. You want somebody you're 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 paying to see somebody put this guy in his place because he just seems like you're like he he seems like a guy that just needs to be put in his place, but nobody's been able to do it yet, and so the reason why we will pay to see fights because we want to see him get dropped, but no one's been able to drop him yet uh, because he does have power, but. The argument is, dude, you haven't fought a real boxer. Yes, you you fought against football players and MMA guys and all this stuff, but can can you fight a real boxer? Can you fight a a a a, a actual like ranked fighter in your division? If you start moving up the rank for real, then we can is is like then we can really start to say hey you're legit um but it's it's really hard to 
it, it's really hard to to um to look at him as legit because it's like he hasn't fought an actual ranked fighter. So that that's that's my view on it. Um I don't have a desire to to see the um to see the fight personally. I, I wanna hear the what the results are. But um I'm not gonna I'm not so I wouldn't be surprised if he won. Um because again he does have he does have power. And um, it would be, I don't think it's wise to trade with him. But at the same time, it's hard to really know what his arsenal truly is because he's not fighting true true boxers. So we, we shall see. Um, I'm not trying to just totally discredit him, but... It, it's hard to take him seriously um, if he's not in, if he's not actually ranked, if he's not in the WBC, WBA, WBO, um, you know, IBF fighting for actual boxing titles. Um, and because you, you want real credibility with it. So we shall see. But I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he won. Um, but I don't think. Uh, I wouldn't also wouldn't be surprised if he lost either because again Silva is a skilled fighter even though he's MMA he's he's a skilled uh you know fighter so uh, we'll we'll see what happens there um going back to to football for a moment I know uh with Dak Prescott getting hurt again it's another setback for 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 the Cowboys but I also feel like the Cowboys have to make a decision at some point, not just with Dak, but with uh, Ezekiel Elliott, because Dak's always hurt. He's a good guy. Um, I, I like Dak. I, I, I think that um, he's he's a pretty decent quarterback, um, but he's he's hurt a lot. Um, he had he had a really horrific injury um, with the you know with his foot, and I mean it's it's amazing that he came back from that because that thing was totally broken. But then it's like with his hand, you know, breaking his stump. It's just it's it's starting to always be something with Dak. And if you're a sports franchise and you start to notice a pattern, you kind of got to do something about that because you don't want a situation where. You, a guy's been around so long that not only do they become a liability on your team after a while, but they also lose um, like value from a from an asset standpoint. So it, it may be if if this season or next season doesn't go well. They or they're not getting the results that they expect. They should probably move on from from Dak um, and and trade him while he still has some legit value. But I would also say they need to get rid of Zeke after this year. I think they need to get rid of Zeke because he's he's not the he he's not he's not the same anymore. I feel like he he's peaked as a running back. And the the lifespan of a running back in most cases um, isn't isn't that great. I feel like that they have the the uh, the smallest lifespan, um, mainly because of the punishment that they have to take. And and as as guys get bigger and stronger and faster, uh, is is only going to to get even uh, worse for them as as players. But I think they've seen enough in Dallas of Zeke. I'm either drafting another running back and, and maybe cutting Zeke, or we're trading Zeke to you know to to get some 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 picks and you know maybe you know something else that they might actually need uh, to to shore up. But yeah, he's he's just not the same. And it could just be that he needs a change of scenery. That that running the 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 way they they uh their scheme is it doesn't really fit him. He he may need to be more to uh be part of a team that is more run focused because the Cowboys 
Cowboys are really a passing team. It's like they they like the run, but that one of the the issues was it's like even though they I felt like they were getting a little bit of success with the run against uh the the Bucks uh, when they had uh, him and Pollard kind of tag team it, but they're trying to throw. Especially when they got down, they were trying to air it out in the air because you know they're trying to feed CD and and and, and get him going and all that. But Zeke may need to be in a different in a different uh, situation that features the run. Um, he he may need to go to maybe a Seattle. Um, he that would be a good trade for him, or maybe a uh, I want to say a pit like. Maybe a Pittsburgh. Actually, maybe the Rams. Like, Cam Akers isn't really that great. I feel like Zeke would probably do better than Cam Akers. Um, But I I think Cam Akers is younger. (laughs) But, I mean, Zeke got more yards than Cam did. Cam, he just didn't seem like he's... That he's a a, a running back that you can count on. But Zeke needs a different scenery uh he always talks about eating I, I feel like he doesn't have an appetite right now because the cowboys they they're they no longer know how to feed him properly and because of that he's he's uh his skills have diminished some so it it works for both sides it works for both teams um and I think this needs to be the last year. They 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 both need a change. Is Jerry gonna do it? Probably not. But it's what needs to happen. And uh, last but not least, it's a shame what's going on with the whole Brett Favre scandal. Um, I wish it didn't. It, it, it's a shame because it, it it does overshadow. Just you know his his on the field play um but it's like you can't do that you can't just steal you know and, and manipulate federal funds uh for for personal gain especially in in um you know almost the the richest the not the richest but the poorest state uh in the country in Mississippi so we we got to see what comes out and and as it as uh things develop We'll learn more, but for what we're seeing thus far, it's really a shame. Uh, so I want to thank everybody for listening. It's always great to do the pod. Come back again next week. We'll be talking some more NFL. Um, who knows? We might even talk a little bit of wrestling uh, this time. I know I, I was all the way around the world with this one, but yeah, we, we may talk some wrestling uh, on the next pod. So stay tuned. Take care. God bless. Holla. Hi everybody, Damon here, and I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon vs. Peter, moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life and his name changed. By calling him to be Peter, Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today.